48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Authorities investigate the first locally transmitted COVID-19 cases in weeks. Tam Yu Chong says Beijing won't add to its new national security law for at least another year. And it's still not clear whether a popular protest slogan breaches the new law. Health authorities have confirmed two locally transmitted cases of COVID-19, the first in three weeks. Priscilla Ng has the details. It remains a mystery as to how a 59-year-old restaurant worker got infected. He works at a congee and noodle shop at Pingshek Estate and at another restaurant frequented by construction workers and immigration and customs officers in Tunmun. He started developing symptoms last Tuesday, but still worked for one more day before he got so sick he had to get MTR staff to call an ambulance for him on Saturday. His colleagues at both restaurants are being sent to quarantine. But Dr. Chuang Shukwan of the Center for Health Protection says customers at his restaurants need not worry too much. The patrons of the restaurants may not be at very high risk because usually the food are very hot. The other local case is a 41-year-old nurse who works at a Chengsha Wan clinic. She's believed to have been infected when she had tea with another confirmed patient last month. Dr. Truong says she was responsible for dispensing medicine, so had no direct contact with patients. Her colleagues are being quarantined, and authorities are tracking down people who may have been exposed to both patients to test them for coronavirus. Authorities also confirmed eight more imported cases from Pakistan, India and Indonesia. This takes Hong Kong's total COVID-19 tally to 1,268. National People's Congress Standing Committee member Tam Yu Chong says Beijing won't be adding to its new national security law for Hong Kong for at least a year, though he stressed that it has full right to make changes when needed. He was speaking two days after Deng Zhonghua, deputy director of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, said the power of the NPCSC to protect national security isn't limited to just one law. Mr. Tam agrees that the standing committee can make new laws to criminalize other acts not yet covered, though he says this won't happen in the short term. Of course, the standing committee have the right. The term of reference can, uh, can amend the law if needed to do that. When we found out that they have something needed to improve or needed to clarify or something needed to amend the law, the standing committee will consider. A member of Beijing's top think tank on the SAR says anyone who has ever chanted the Liberate Hong Kong slogan might be investigated by the police. Professor Song Xiaochong, a basic law expert from the Chinese Association of Hong Kong and Macau Studies, says people may be breaking the law even if they stash away pro-independence materials in their own homes. He says police have the right to investigate and arrest such people. The reason is simple. You have to make the law effective. You have to mean it. They have to explain and why you, you have such illegal material. It depends on how the police judge this situation. Legal sector lawmaker Dennis Kwok is warning that the government would be undercutting Hong Kong's top court if it refuses to let foreign judges handle cases under the new national security law. Foreign judges are not expressly forbidden to oversee such cases, and the Chief Justice has said judges would be appointed on merit. But pro-Beijing figures have been campaigning for foreign nationals to be excluded from cases pertaining to national security.
And reports say Indian-born Binay Chanrai, the principal magistrate of Eastern Court, was not named to the chief executive's list of designated judges to handle such cases because of her nationality. Mr. Kwok says if there is a de facto ban on foreign nationals, it's going to become a big problem when the Court of Final Appeal gets involved. Out of the permanent judges sitting on the Court of Final Appeal, at least two have foreign passports. But in order to constitute a full court of the CFA, you need all of them sitting there. Now, if you exclude two of them, are you saying that the CFA, as constituted now, would not be allowed to hear national security cases? And if that's the case, then you are effectively taking away the final adjudication power that the CFA currently has in relation to all cases arising from Hong Kong. RTHK, the time is coming up to five minutes past 11. Politicians and legal experts are continuing to send out mixed signals over whether the protest slogan Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times, breaches Hong Kong's new national security law. Francis It has the details. Chief Secretary Matthew Chung in his blog repeated a government warning that the slogan connotes Hong Kong independence, altering the legal status of the Hong Kong SAR or subverting state power. He urged people not to test the law, adding that the government would throw its full weight behind police efforts to straightly enforce the new law to restore peace and social order. But speaking on a radio program, Basic Law Committee member and prominent legal scholar Albert Chen noted that it's ultimately the courts that will decide on the legality or otherwise of specific acts. He said just because the police had arrested people carrying banners bearing the protest slogan on July the 1st doesn't mean it's necessarily against the law. The Department of Justice would have to decide whether to prosecute, Professor Chen noted, and the court would have to come up with a judgment. And NPCSC member Tam Yu Chung also weighed in, saying the government's statement on the issue is merely a reminder that the slogan carries secessionist or subversive intent, and it's not a declaration that it is illegal. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says people who have signed up for the government's $10,000 handout will start receiving their payments from tomorrow, two days earlier than scheduled. In his blog, Mr. Chan said around 5.7 million people have registered for the payments so far, and the 4.3 million people who did so online last month will get their money first. The governor of Tokyo, Yuriko Koke, has declared victory in today's elections and vowed to step up the fight against a recent spike in the coronavirus. Some observers say Ms. Koike's impressive performance during the pandemic contrasted with that of the current PM Shinzo Abe, who critics say bungled Japan's response. Ms. Koike has pledged to reduce the budget of the postponed 2020 Olympics, which will now take place in July next year. At least 16 people in southwest Japan have died after heavy rains triggered floods. Here's the BBC's Celia Hatton. The authorities in Japan's Kamamoto prefecture say at least 16 people have died and the death toll could rise past 30 after torrential rain led the Kuma River to burst its banks in several places. Japanese soldiers are using helicopters to find those stranded by rising waters. Ten people were rescued after spelling out the letters SOS on the grounds of an elementary school. The rain is expected to continue until Wednesday, and there are now fears the coronavirus could spread within crowded evacuation centers. President Trump says the United States is on its way to a tremendous victory over COVID-19, despite a big surge in cases in several states. In a speech marking Independence Day, Mr. Trump again lashed out at China. We've made a lot of progress. Our strategy is moving along well. 
It goes out in one area and rears back its ugly face in another area. But we've learned a lot. We've learned how to put out the flame. China's secrecy, deceptions and cover-up allowed it to spread all over the world. And China must be held fully accountable. To sports now, and John Egan's first Premier League ghost gave Sheffield United a one-all draw at Burnley as both teams missed a chance to bolster their push for Europa League qualification. United remain in 8th place, 4 points behind 6th place Wolves, while Burnley move up to ninth, 2 points adrift of the Blades. A short time ago, West Ham and Newcastle were 2-all. Chelsea ran out comfortable winners against Watford at Stamford Bridge with goals from Olivier Giraud, Willian and Ross Barkley sealing a 3-0 win for the Blues. Boss Frank Lampard expects a close-fought battle for the Champions League places. It's close and it's been close for a while. It's hotting up. It's the business end and mentality and uh, how we approach the games and our togetherness as a group going through the games is going to be important. So different kind of pressure today. Other teams have won around us. A couple of other teams sort of jumped to us. The table didn't look so nice before the game and the boys reacted well. And 18-year-old Mason Greenwood scored twice as Manchester United bolstered their hopes of a Champions League place with a 5-2 victory over Bournemouth at Old Trafford. United boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wants to see more of the same from his team. We've got to build on that, of course. We need to have more big wins because we know our goal difference is not the greatest. If you compare it to Leicester, so we want to go into the last game having to beat them to go past them. If we score goals, we, we can have a chance. And to end the news, the top stories again. Authorities are investigating the first locally transmitted COVID-19 cases in weeks. Tam Yu Chong says Beijing won't add to its new national security law for at least another year. And it's still not clear whether a popular protest slogan breaches the new law. The news from RTHK. Thanks a lot. More headlines coming up on Radio 3 at midnight. song on the Radio 3 playlist at the moment from the weekend in your eyes
In your eyes on Radio 3, 14 after 11. Slowing it down a touch. More brand new music from Tony Monrell. This is the title track of his latest release, The Best Is Yet To Come. Never thought that you would be so far at the back of the line. You've been broken and been bruised, and you feel that you were not designed to prosper, but only to lose. Crying out with a patience wearing thin, not knowing which way to turn. Now the doubt has become your dearest friend. If you can hear me, brother. 